0: You're listening to episode number 376 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
1: Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day
0: schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo.
1: Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
0: Good luck strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: So, Tony, we did the famed California to Vegas road trip. Uh, last weekend, we went to California to go see corn and spend a couple of days at Disney. And I was really looking forward to this drive back that you keep hearing people talk about. Like, oh, yeah, hey, we just hop in the car in four hours. You're in Vegas, baby. And. Um, it's, uh, it was uneventful. It was, it was was kind of boring. Um, I, I I didn't, I didn't see nearly the things that I'm sure I created in my head or from movies that I've seen. Like I didn't, I didn't see the big giant plastic dinosaurs. I missed that. Uh, I I don't know if that's right off the road or or if I just completely made that up, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was underwhelmed. I mean, if anything, what I think, what I think Californians get to experience is that awesome feeling that I get to experience all the time is when I just go
0: down to the strip, like ah, I'm in the fucking trip is awesome absolutely one of the things that at least was my understanding is uh, uh, maybe or apparently you you come over a bit of a mound or a hill yeah that some... happens
1: that's pretty cool the reveal is pretty cool
0: okay 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 well still how was how was California how was LA or Anaheim, at least, because right. I know you guys were, were doing some
1: things in Anaheim. Right. We had a good time. We had a lot of fun. I, I'm starting to realize that I think we're getting too old for amusement parks just because it doesn't seem like it doesn't really matter what the attraction is or how much you like the attraction. When it's said and done with or, you know, the day's over, you're like, yeah, I didn't need to wait in line for all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. I do. I get it. It's um, I think. I, Boy, I, I'm probably da- aging myself by by saying this. I don't know that I've been to Anaheim specifically Walt Disney Land since circa 1996, maybe. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I guess, I, and I can see why some people say that the val the real value between going to Disneyland versus Disney World is Epcot Center mm-hmm. and the ability to kind of eat and drink your way around the, wor- the 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 world. Right. Um. Is there? And you guys. Traveled to to Disney World mostly. You know any thoughts, any comparisons between Land versus World? Uh, It's not really fair to compare the two of
1: them, um, largely because they did what they had to do so they could build the first one, and then the second one. They're like, "Hey, we can do whatever the hell we want to do now." I get it. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Very cool. Well, welcome back. It's it's good to have you guys back. And, And actually. Minus one. For the listeners at home, you're going to notice that actually one isn't back. Uh, Kieran has taken uh, the week off, so it's uh, sorry for you listeners at home just Mark and me, but we should start the show. He's Mark, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. In
1: April of 1962, the Nevada Supreme Court upheld the dismissal of an $85,000 personal injury suit against the New Frontier. The suit was attempting to hold the New Frontier liable for a fall the plaintiff had into a planter in the lobby. It was decided that the fall was a result of the plaintiff's intoxication and not negligence of the resort.
0: Nice. So a lot of states have what's called comparative comparative fault, mm. meaning it'll go to a jury, and the jury then gets to decide to what degree do they believe the plaintiff was at fault in whatever the accident was. Okay. Now, in 1962, no doubt the laws were much different than they are in 2021. Um, But arguably a jury could have heard this particular case and could have said, listen, the dude was drunk. This was not the fault of the new frontier that there was this planter here. And all of a sudden this guy, because he was too drunk, uh, was unable to control himself. Now there are some States where if, if the plaintiff is even 50.1% at fault, then they absolutely lose you know so there's either comparative where you compare well how much at fault was was the the hotel versus say the employee uh, uh um plaintiff who got hurt and then they make give a a percentage if if new frontier was and i'm making this up on the fly if new right. frontier was 75 percent at fault well then they might say well you know we're inclined to award a hundred thousand dollars but we're only going to give the plaintiff Seventy-five thousand dollars because the hotel was seventy-five percent at fault. He was twenty-five percent at fault. We're going to knock twenty-five thousand dollars off, or, or, in nineteen sixty-two, it could have been who was more negligent here? Was it the drunk guy or was it the hotel? And so I'm really sorry for uh, all of the listeners who just had to learn a crash course in personal (laughs) injury law. But there you go. I enjoyed
1: it. It it got me sidetracked too. Have you seen the show? Accused, guilty or innocent. I have not. Oh, Tell me more about so it. So good. So, what it does is it is it follows people who have been accused of serious crimes uh, through their trial. So these these pe- people, all, you know, all of them are sympathetic people, of course that they that they select, and you get to hear their story, and you get to see the pressure of of having you know someone accuse you of a serious crime and having to go to 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 trial for it and just you know dealing with pleas and it's i I think it's it's absolutely fascinating because for one you're learning their story while you're learning what they're getting in trouble for and then it's just i don't know i think it's really good i think it's on a and e
0: I'll look into it. That does sound pretty, that does sound pretty intriguing. I, I definitely want to play around and see what's going on there. Okay. Hey, before we move on from Random Vegas, I do want to let the listeners know that $85,000 in 1962 would be uh, $770,000 in today's money. So uh, that's a big chunk of change. Relative, yeah. Uh, Twit pick of the week. What's going on there? In a world before color photos, I'll bet things
1: were even more grand when you saw Vegas in living color. Not just the neon, but everything. A magical experience in a magical place. Sadly, virtually everything in this picture is gone. No more Desert Inn, New Frontier, Landmark, and Sahara is dead to us after their whole assault on free speech. But that's not what this monologue is about. It's about this picture, shared by at Tony Ilya. Thank you once again for inspiring
0: us. So actually a, a, a posthumous uh, Twit Pick of the Week award to Tony Ilya. Yes, you remembered. So, yeah, super cool. Super cool. Boy, oh, boy, what it would have been like to have been around to experience Vegas during during those days. I am looking at the image right now. I mean, Mark, it's so wild to me to see cars parked in parking lots directly in front of these. Right. Uh (laughs) We think about real estate nowadays
1: and we're like, you're wasting the real estate like, oh, no, no." we just parking. That's all we need it for.
0: I know. God, that is so cool. uh, And and seriously, RIP to to Tony Lee. He always had some really great things to share. Yeah, brought a lot of uh, really great pictures
1: that inspired a lot of great monologues, and uh, he will be missed.
0: Yes, he will. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so this one's kind of uh, intriguing to me and I, I kind of wish karen were here to talk about it but i will be interested in getting your take uh talk to me about the cosmopolitan for sale
1: those of you with five billion with a b dollars or more burning a hole in your pocket can now buy the cosmopolitan from its current owners blackstone two years ago they tried to sell the property for four billion and couldn't find a buyer multiple parties have expressed interest this time however none had any comment on the matter Despite its success, Cosmopolitan has had financial problems as far back as during construction. After foreclosing on the original owners, Deutsche Bank finished the property for 3.9 billion back in 2010. Then sold it to Blackstone in 2014 for 1.73 billion. I I, I think this is fair market value. If somebody if somebody wants to to pay five billion dollars for Cosmopolitan,
0: they they uh, they deserve it all right all right fair enough i uh, obviously i i'm it's no secret i'm not exactly the biggest fan of cosmopolitan but i don't i don't loathe the place like i did you know probably five to ten years ago right. um listen i i get that it's for sale this is certainly a seller's market uh, right now so if they can get somebody to come in and buy it for five billion that good for them they're gonna make a tight because because it is blackstone that still owns it am i correct in that correct, um, yes yeah, so they sell it for five billion, or let's just say they even discount it down to four billion. They're still gonna make a tidy little three point two five billion dollar profit right. off from it. So, exactly. good for them. That's that is fantastic. That's awesome. I I have no real opinion one way or the other. I guess if I were a cosmopolitan fanboy, um, I guess I would be a little nervous about who might swoop in and what they might do to it, a la El Dorado. To caesar's entertainment right, casinos which right. we'll get to and well i guess not per se but um <laughs> you know that'll be interesting to see what a new buyer might do mm-hmm. uh you know i don't know i, I don't think, know I, I think the new I, buyer hope perspective doesn't get snatched up by caesar uh, Eldorado or mgm just to keep it a one-off but i don't know yeah next up allegiant nope
1: yes allegiant vaccinations yes the RJ is reporting that nearly 300 Raiders fans received their first COVID shot outside Allegiant Stadium before the Raiders Monday night game. As a reminder, Allegiant Stadium requires proof of vaccination for entrance. Those who received their first dose at the game still needed to wear a mask, while those fully vaccinated can go max- maskless. Since the announcement that vaccinations are required to attend games, an estimated 1,800 season ticket holders opted to either receive a refund or roll over to the their 2021 funds to 2022 season.
0: Fascinating.
1: You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't how they end up pulling off getting everybody the shot for COVID. Because think about it. Like, if you're wanting to go to a concert and and they need proof and, and you don't have it, like, fine, just, you know, give me, give me the shot so I can go to the concert. Just, just give me that. Like, I can see people being fed up to a point where they're like, all right, fine, I give up.
0: Yes, I, I concur. I, I think what's um, a little disconcerting, though, are these numbers. So 300 people said, sure, go ahead. I'll get the vaccine for the sake of being able to go in and, and see the game. But 1,800 individuals said, mm, hard pass on the vaccine. I'll just go ahead and get take my refund. Right. Right. <laughs> So um yeah but but is what it is that's um I that's that's ingenious though that really is ingenious if you to require a vaccine and say and hey since you're here come on in we'll right. give you your first shot and and you can head on in uh, right. that's that's that is smart yeah, that I is agree. smart because then you're getting the people that legitimately were on the fence about getting the vaccine to say okay fine you know right. what i give, give them something whatever.
1: Put it it with something that they want and then see if their opinion doesn't
0: change. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I I think that was ingenious. Although something that is a little more concerning is this Macau concern. Yes. The RJ reports that Macau's
1: government imposed new COVID travel restrictions that are expected to slow the spread of the disease but hurt visitation to the region. As a result, stock prices of Las Vegas-based gaming companies with operations in Macau plummeted as much as 10% in some cases unease lingers about some licenses coming up for review in June as the guidelines for license renewal isn't explicitly spelled out anywhere oh, geez. we we all knew that this day was coming that w- with Macau they just everybody's operated under good faith so we'll see if uh, we'll see if, if that pays off yeah right that, that would That's... suck if they start revoking licenses to
0: like fucking win and shit like that yep Absolutely, I've, I. Uh, I think. Um, oh, there's a fellow on Twitter, Detroit somebody or another. I think it's Detroit and then some numbers. Uh, I think he's. I think he's retired out to Vegas now. But uh, I, he, we follow each other, and I. I have a tendency to kind of pay attention to the things that he posts just because he does a nice, what I think is a nice equal distribution of about 50% of his tweets are Vegas related and 50% of his tweets are Michigan related. So I, oh, I nice. feel like with this fellow, I kind of get the best of both worlds right. with his tweets. Um, but he's been posting uh, updates on what wind stock has been doing. And I'm like, I'm not even going to log in to my <laughs> Charles Schwab account and look and see what, what my stock has done. Cause I'm like, just, just write it out, Tony. That's what they always tell you write it out. That's what like, I like. Yeah, oh, stop don't... posting that because I don't want to know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is bliss in this instance. Right. <laughs> oh, and then finally, although, so we've got a little good with a little bad. Uh, so uh, Main Street opens with kind of a different casino.
1: Yes, Main Street Station, the last property to reopen from the COVID closing in March of 2020, opened with a revamped casino floor. Yeah, I don't mean that they remodel it. I mean, there are updates to the games available inside. It was reported by at John underscore Mahaffey that all coin games have been removed. Only eight table games make up the the property's gaming pit, which is more than half of what it was pre-pandemic. Craps is still 20 times odds, and the bar still has nine six jacks or better. For more details on this story and all the changes identified, check out the Vegas Advantage article. We'll have a link to it on the blog. That's the, the work that that man put in is impressive. I, I would recommend clicking on that link. Uh, On a related note, while the property is open 24-7, its dining
0: options will have limited hours. Um... I'm a, you know, this obviously is disappointing. I think I've even seen a couple of folks on Twitter talk about uh, talk online or talk on Twitter. <laughs> <that's> redundant. <laughs> that that even the nine six betters, uh, nine six better at the bar has been uh, decimated. I, not not terribly, but I think it got knocked down to nine five jacks or better, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know again just disappointing. But, um, you know I don't. I, the thing about Main Street, specifically, Mark was the fun that was. You and me and Karen and Alistair and the Moors, you know and whatnot, sitting at five or ten dollar pitch, pitch blackjack tables.
1: Yep.
0: And I and, and I, I haven't yet seen anything um, on Twitter yet about what specifically is left over from from these eight table games that are left. Mm-hmm. I don't know if number one pitch has been <laughs> pitched. See what I did there? Yeah. If, if they pitched out uh, the pitch blackjack, don't I don't they still know. have
1: it at the California?
0: They do have it at California, um, hmm. and I think that we'll have to potentially uh, uh, Keep an eye on that. scratch that itch, yeah, over there. Yeah. But I loved—I just loved sitting underneath that beautiful uh, stained glass, for lack of a better word, almost Tiffany-like glass right, right. Uh, ceiling, playing, you know, five and ten-dollar pitch blackjack. So I'm not—I'm not giving up on my beloved Main Street Station. Uh, but this is certainly concerning that they've, they've done away with some of the table games and I can, I can live a little bit. I can live with what they've done to the, to the jacks are better only because if you play anything on the strip at all, you know, as well as I do, it's just dog shit. So right. right. Yeah. You're
1: getting, you're getting even, something out of it still. It's, it, it can still be a loved yeah. place times. They are changing, yep. but, uh, they, they don't have to all be negative. I concur. I concur. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh All right, well, why don't we move on? Let's move into PropBets. For those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Caesar Entertainment canceled plans for a QAnon convention planned for October to be held in the forum, excuse me, in the Caesar Forum convention space. A spokesperson for Caesar's confirmed the story and clarified that it is unwelcome at any of the company's properties. No word where the convention will relocate to or if uh, they will still even be held in Las Vegas.
1: It's interesting to me that they would they, like I always thought like the idea is, you know, money's green. That's really the only the only I, caveat right. that uh, that the city goes for. I mean, and I don't have to agree with everybody's. Uh, beliefs or whatever, whatever this is, <laughs> I understand they have strong convictions.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I, I, I concur. I concur. It's um. I don't know. I, I, I hate to throw this term out there. And I, and I certainly don't want it to come across like I'm using this term willy nilly. But in the cancel culture, you know, that we're kind of living in right now, I think that people are just so corporations are just so afraid to do anything mm-hmm. that appears to You know, go against what is otherwise a a traditional belief system. That my guess is they thought it's just not worth, uh, you know, whatever
1: Whatever. backlash we might
0: receive, uh, particularly uh, from the social media standpoint. So, um, you know, I get it. I think I, I thought maybe Vital Vegas possibly tweeted something out that they moved to some one off. Place, I, But I i mean, I, I wasn't going there because of QAnon, and I wasn't not going there because of QAnon, so I don't give a fuck. Right.
1: <laughs> Last week, the Luxor Sphinx was adorned with a giant Raiders eye patch, a la their team logo. No word how long it will stay, but odds are it'll be at least through the entire <laughs> NFL season. You know, I love cool. that.
0: I love that. I love that they had put the... Uh, the um, the hockey team, the Las Vegas Knights Jersey over the, the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty yeah, I, I, I dig that. I think that is super cool. And I think what a great way to show your support for these professional teams that are coming into town that you guys really are beloved by not just the tourists that may be coming into town to see these games, but truly by the, the residents of Las Vegas, they the residents say, "Hey, you guys are bringing something to our city that we have long wanted."
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's 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 fun that they're they're finding ways to to continue to incorporate
0: themselves together. Absolutely. Yeah. Foo Fighters are performing at Park MGM Thursday, December second, and Saturday, December fourth. Show start at eight p.m. Tickets start at one hundred dollars. That is a pricey ticket just for a starts for price. (laughs) Vito Vegas is reporting
1: that the buffet at Mandalay Bay has closed. A Dave and Buster style experience is planned for the space. See, I feel like we've done that on the strip and it didn't work. So this this has to be a different version of it.
0: Uh, uh, Particularly if you can get that sort of experience back home, unless, uh, let me rephrase I could see a scenario where a Dave and Buster style experience would be set up at Excalibur yes, or Circus Circus, although Circus Circus is probably one giant uh, Dave and Buster's, but you know, (laughs) I I could get to me personally, Mandalay Bay seems like a weird place to put that. Right. Life-sized pastry of yeah, uh, life-size pastry of Las Vegas Raiders players as well as replicas of Allegiant Stadium and a hodgepodge of other sky, uh, Vegas skyline are on display now at Aria's patisserie Pest- patissier Pastiere, Pestir- P- P- patisserie. Patisserie. Thank you. I don't, I don't know if that's, that's it. I yeah. don't don't I, it, Hey, that sounds much smarter than the way I was pronouncing <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, The treats are made entirely. uh, I'm like Cletus, the slack jawed yokel from the Simpsons. (laughs) Like, hey, hey, Brian (laughs) Dean, there's going to be this place, this pastiri place. Uh, The treats are made entirely of chocolate, sugar and fondant and will be on display throughout the football season.
1: Las Vegas Raiders, Carl Naz or Nazib, damn it. Nazib, I think is what it is. Nazib. Anyways, he made LGBT history by becoming the first openly gay person to play in the NFL. He's a he's, he's a Raiders player, and he did that. So that's why we reported hmm. it on this
0: show. All right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> nice tie-in. Nice tie-in. Thank you. The National Association of Broadcasters Convention planned for October— well, Actually, let me say— this just in ooh, the ooh. national association of broadcasters convention planned for October 9th through the 13th, 2021 has been canceled citing COVID concerns as the reason or rather that's the concern of exhibit uh, exhibitors, like Sony Canon and Panasonic who announced they would be withdrawing from the event this year for COVID reasons.
1: Vito right. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is reporting that if all things go as planned,
0: we should have the Palms back in the first quarter of 2022. Oh, I hope so. Anyway. I hope so. Especially I listened to his most recent podcast and he was talking about how the San Manuel tribe, which is, I guess, very, very strong, very, very popular, very, very um, successful. That's word I'm really going for. Successful down yeah. in Southern California <clears throat> are allegedly trying to make the Palms a bit more of a locals casino and, and they're really trying to, hold their clientele base from the southern california market that hey if you're going to come to vegas why not stay with us but there but it's again going to be kind of based on a a local's mindset because apparently their casino down in southern california is is a bit of a locals i thoroughly support that i never felt like i was the uh uh age uh the demographic (laughs) certainly the body type for what they were you know who they were pulling in and who they were targeting at the Palms, you make it a more of a locals place. I dig I really do. I dig the Palms. I love yeah, going there like and Palms. and it had been quickly catapulted to the top of my to-stay off-strip list. You right. know, right now I've said to you before, Rod Rock is is number 1, but the Palms truly had been my number 2 spot for a long long time and I couldn't be more excited about this. This is this is super cool. Yep. And lastly, systems of a down yep. and corn are performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, October 15th. See, see, listeners, how I really had to, like, break that apart so you didn't think that it was system of a down and corn? Because that would be, <laughs> that would just be a weird <laughs> scenario. Um, <clears throat> they're playing Friday, October 15th. The show starts at 70, th- uh, excuse me, at 7.30 p.m. And tickets start at $49. Corn is filling in because faith no more could not perform as planned. There was apparently no faith, no more. Oh. I, I don't know if that's true, uh, but they were citing uh, mental health reasons. Yeah. So,
1: Karen and I get to go see Corn twice in just I, over 30 days.
0: Your, your life is hard. <laughs> How do you do it? Thank God there are people like you to, to take one for the team. Well, I do what I can. <laughs> hey, I God that. So not only do we not have Karen, but that's actually the, the extent of our uh, podcast for this week. That's this week. There's, we got another more. No. So congratulations folks. You get, you get a, a, a brief show then. Um, that will do it for. Actually, though, for Patreon listeners, real quick, I do have two videos uh, that will come out next week. They are um, the cocktail that was uh, that we had we did for the 360 Vegas vacation cocktail event. Uh, I had done, I believe, all uh, we did three cocktails. Three of the four I'd already done videos for. So when the folks that came out to 360 Vegas Vacation 10 came to the cocktail event, um, there was a a fourth drink that they that nobody had ever seen heard about. Been reviewed before, that drink is going to get made. So if you didn't make it to the 360 Vegas Vacation Cocktail Event, uh, that fourth cocktail that we that had kind of been talked about and podcasted about and whatnot uh, is going to is going to get posted next week. It's two videos because there's some prep that you're going to need to do for it, and then the second video is the actual making the cocktail itself. So keep an eye out for that. Cool. That's going to do it for episode 376. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written, or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am
1: at 360 Vegas Tony. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time.